Jeffrey Epstein kill himself. No, he was murdered. I told him. There's a homeless man over here. You guys come up with these outfits. I like them. They want to dance with the devil. And you're you want to dance. I'm willing to, to, to go to play your a song. Let me play a song. JG, what Hey, we're back. I didn't feel like waiting for the rest of that intro. I'm going to start using a shorter one, actually, because uh, there's not really any point. Because this isn't the news show anymore. It's Faust and Furious. See, I changed the TV graphic to uh, the, the studio logo now. One piece at a time. We're going to get there. Ticker is still incredibly fast and hard to read and basically pointless because... The soundboard is still broken, so you can't call in. But we're going to get that fixed, too. We'll get a new one of those. All right, so uh, before we get into it, I just want to say that I think I'm going to try to do these earlier in the day, uh, probably Monday mornings, and then we might do special episodes on Friday evenings, Friday nights. But for now, they're going to be impromptu because I'm still working out the kinks and testing the waters. Uh, so, I don't want to put any labels on it. Also, before we get started, brought to you by Sunset Strip Comedy Club. Go get tickets at sunsetstripcomedy.com and follow their Instagram at sunsetstripatx on Instagram and on TikTok. Follow the Austin Live Show. It's about once a month, sometimes less, sometimes more. We're not putting any labels on it. No labels. That's how we feel about it. I don't want to label this thing and, and get feelings. I don't want to get feelings about my podcast and shows. Uh, oh, yeah. We're also, brought, we're also brought to you by Texas Land. Best land brokerage in uh, Central Texas. In all of Texas. Check out Josh Smith on Instagram. His, uh, his handle is Texan. That's it. T-E-X-A-N. All right. Let's get straight into this thing. So uh, we've got some interesting stuff here to chat about. Um, mainly this, uh, this, this Japanese prime minister being assassinated. Former prime minister being assassinated. I'm going to pull this up real quick, y'all. There we go. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, so check it out. This guy, um, Shinzo Abe, also known as the Abraham Lincoln of Japan, was Japan's longest-serving prime minister, and he was assassinated by a gunman Friday in broad daylight. This literally just happened. This is breaking. That's why uh, I'm going live, because it's pertinent and newsworthy and timely. Uh, he was campaigning for, I believe, another candidate in a, da- uh, a broad daylight attack. He was 67 years old, and this is all according to, uh, to what is this, USA Today? MSN, yeah, USA Today through MSN. Um, they say he left a polarizing legacy as a leader who helped rebuild Japan's economy and angered liberals with a hawkish military philosophy, although I'm pretty sure that he was part of the 
liberal Democratic Party. So he he probably was liberal. I mean, this is a country that basically has like no guns and and they they're they're very traditional, but they're also very liberal in certain terms. Speaking of, the killing was more shocking because Japan is known for its strict gun laws and has one of the lowest homicide rates in the world. Japan had just 10 criminal gun cases last year, despite a population of more than 125 million. All right. So he was a member of the governing Liberal Democratic Party. He was killed in the city of Nara in western Japan around 1130 a.m. The suspected gunman shot Abe from behind as the former prime minister delivered a campaign speech outside a train station. Classic venue for an assassination. This will go down as a classic assassination in history. Dramatic video captured by NHK. Who the hell is that? NHK? National News of Japan? I don't fucking know. Anyways, doesn't matter. Uh, Japanese media service... There, I should have just read one more fucking line. Shows Abe wearing a navy blue suit falling to the ground after two loud bangs, which appeared to be gunshots. Security guards immediately jumped on the suspect. A little late for that. Uh, What were his injuries? He quickly was not breathing. His heart stopped. He pretty much died immediately. He was shot twice. Uh, I think one hit him in the chest, and that damaged his heart, and I think one hit him... He suffered major damage damage to his heart and two neck wounds that damaged an artery. So maybe he was hit three times. Uh, nonetheless, he he pretty much immediately died. How how did uh, how did a, a, a an assassin in a country with such strict gun laws get access to a firearm? Well, the answer is that it was homemade. This guy made a gun uh, with you know everyday items. The suspected gunman Tetsuya Yamagami. Say that three times fast. Tetsuya Yamagami. Tetsuya Yamagami. Tetsuya Yamagami. That shit wasn't hard at all. A former member of Japan's Navy. Um, it re- reported that the suspect wanted to kill Abe. That's such a bizarre name. Shinzo Abe. <laughs> uh, wanted to kill Abe because of complaints with him. Unrelated to politics. So these guys might have had a personal beef. Personal vendetta. The gun found at the scene about 15 inches long appeared to be handmade, according to NHK. Police confiscated similar weapons from his home and nearby one-room apartment. Yamagami admitted to shooting Abe. Thanks for the info, USA Today. That's really, really not obvious at all. Fucking thank you. Sherlock Holmes. Detective, uh... Kojak on the case here. Good God. Uh, okay. How did Biden react? Nobody cares. He, he, it was something that a uh, speechwriter wrote for him. He probably said he was shocked and saddened. <laughs> uh, Biden said, I'm stunned, outraged, and deeply saddened by the news. Yeah, okay. Well, not far off. Former President Barack Obama said he was shocked and saddened. These politicians are so predictable because they're all full of shit. I think they're all robots, actually. Uh, You know, Alex Jones says that the world's run by alien lizard people, but the reality is that I think... I think that we are all controlled by... um, 
an a, a sentient AI, and Elon Musk is the leader of it. I'm kidding. All right, so uh, so this is like I said, this is breaking news. This just happened. I'm sure that there's gonna be more details to come out soon, but I got shit to do the rest of the day, like um, fire my lawyer and fill out some court documents. So that'll be fun. Um, oh yeah. So uh, who what? Look, so this guy, um, he was he was liked worldwide, from what I understand. I think he was a relatively decent prime minister. Uh, he served uh, consecutive sentences, <laughs> consecutive terms uh, as the prime minister. He resigned two years ago after serving two terms. Oh, no, they weren't consecutive. Sorry. 2006, 2007, and again from 2012 to 2020. So that's, he did a year, and then he did eight years. Announced his resignation, saying that because of poor health, he was no longer able to serve. Um, he... Sought to revise J Japan's constitution, which renounces the use of force in international conflicts and limits Japan's military to self-defense. The constitutional revision failed because of a lack of public support, but still had the backing of many ultra-conservatives. Abe felt that Japan was judged unfairly for its role in World War II and promoted the country's post-war record of economic success, peace, and global cooperation. But critics accused him of trying to whitewash Japan's actions during the war, and his ultra-nationalism -national angered the Koreans and Chinese both wartime adversaries of Japan. All right, so let's get one thing clear here. Uh, Japan's not going to go take, uh, take, take on the world again anytime soon. They have a declining birth rate. They have a very high suicide rate. Most of the men are addicted to porn. I mean, look, the, the only thing they got going for them is these, are these kamikaze-style assassination attempts. Well, successful assassination attempt. That's the one thing about the kamikazes that I always respected. They are very, very efficient. The only problem is that you're also taking out yourself. Same thing as the Islamic bombers, Islamic extremists, the jihadists. They, they, you, you got to get big numbers, you know, otherwise it's kind of a waste. It's a wash. This guy, he only took out one guy. And now he's he's in jail. So because like, you know, he's obviously knew that he was going to get caught. He didn't do this thinking I can get away with a public execution on a former politician. He was thinking I'm going to get caught. I'm going to go down in the history books as a classic assassin. All right. Enough of that shit. Next, we're going to be talking about. um me talking about this twerking senator that uh that's from Rhode Island all right and she her name is uh the fuck is it Tiara Mack 28 year old Tiara Mack I gotta find this video real quick here and pull it up for you guys all right Why it does that? Oh wait. <laughs> oh come on! What the fuck?
Whatever. Okay, so uh, maybe it's this one. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh my God. All right, so um, this lady, uh, <laughs> I don't know what she, this lady thinks she's doing, doing with this. Um, she's she's twerking. It's not gonna anybody that doesn't like her. It's not like it's bringing people across the aisle, you know. Although there are a lot of really brain dead people in the world. I m maybe there is somebody that thinks, oh, she's twerking. I'll, I'll vote for her now even though I disagree with her entire political ide ideology. Anyways, the reason I, I thought it was interesting is because it made me think, what is the history of twerking? So we're going to get into that real quick. It's got uh, African origins from New Orleans to Abidjan, the roots of twerking, popularized by music videos and sometimes considered pornographic. This phenomenon has its origins in ancestral Afro- descendant dances and above all advocates for a liberation of the body so it comes from the 60s twerking comes from the 60s and it is a it's a dance of isolation you you, you move your buttocks or your pelvis separately the rest of your body is static says this dancer here, it, there is no choreo choreography like in the urban music videos you see on YouTube, she warns. She's warning. Who wrote this fucking article? The African Report. Oh, my God. American singer Miley Cyrus has been wrongly credited with inventing the genre since her lewd performance at the music. I don't think anybody thinks that Miley Cyrus... I should have read this fucking article before we went live. This is terrible. Oh, God. However, these African organs remain difficult to prove, according to the Franco-Cameroonian choreographer James Carls, from whom the movement was born in the early 2000s in Harlem. Uh, I don't give a shit about this anymore. All right, what's up next? Okay, cloning. This is what I originally wanted to talk about before there was breaking news. So, I was the other day I was thinking about the idea of cloning myself. And the reason I was thinking about it was because... I was having a conversation with somebody and we were that that fucking scene from uh, uh, what movie is that where he, he looks in the mirror and he goes, I'd fuck me. And I thought, you know, the only kind of person who would actually really want to clone themselves is a truly either curious, very curious person or a truly narcissistic person. And I started thinking that. Uh, in, in like 1999, they cloned Dolly the Sheep, and I think that's uh, enough evidence to assume that some secret government operation is probably cloning human beings already or has been maybe for a while, and it's probably possible, and maybe in our lifetime in you know, 20 or 30 or 40 years, if... Um, if ethical regulations don't prevent it, then it would probably be realistic that we could clone ourselves at some point and replace our organs with the organs of our clones and live forever. Do I want to do this? No. Every waking moment of my life is a night terror in cyclical motion per in perpetuity, I 
I am a living example of why you don't want to live forever. I'm just kidding. My life's really not that bad at all. Um, I, but anyways, the cloning people, cloning yourself, it got me thinking that cloning yourself would be just as narcissistic as it would be dangerous. And I would probably do it only because of the curiosity aspect of it. I'm curious what it would be like to interact with myself because sometimes I have a hard time understanding uh, how people perceive me. And maybe if I dealt with myself directly, I would understand why, uh, why and how to communicate why and how people communicate. I think it would help me communicate better with other people and also get a grip on who I am as a person and better understand myself. It would also be really cool to maybe go out and get a beer with myself or fight myself, something like that. Um, but the closest thing that I can do right now to cloning myself would be having a kid. And I already have a child, and he is just like me. He's just a Mexican version of me. Uh, he talks like me and quite literally walks like me. He is a, he's a mini clone of me. And that brings me into the next thing I want to talk about, which is being a father. And there's a couple of important things about being a father that I want to talk about. Like, for example, you have to teach, um, you have to teach your, your kids respect and you have to teach them how to be somebody that you would want to be around. Um, which brings me back to this twerking senator. I don't want my daughter or son to ever do something like that in a, in a in the political arena. If you're trying to become a politician and better the world, please don't future children, please don't do this. This is a this is just a memo to my future my kids in the future. You don't uh, don't sell your body to get a message across. That's not the proper way to do it. It's you're doing more harm to whatever message you're trying to sell than good. Number one, it's not going to do anything to um, pull people across the aisle. Number two, it's uh, polarizing things. It's it's just a trendy way to get attention. I think that uh, so, like a lot of politicians are you know, sociopaths and stuff like that. They've done studies on this sort of journalists. Imagine that. And, um, they do it for attention because you can monetize attention. You know, if this, if this girl, Tiara Mac gets a large Instagram following from the, from this video, she can monetize her Instagram. Who knows if she'll, if she'll even get elected. Maybe she's doing a, a run for office in, as a like a attention seeking yeah it might just be an attention seeking uh what do you call it like a just a grab for attention i'm i'm blanking out on the word here um which is not i mean i have mixed feelings on this i guess because my friend alex stranger ran for mayor he literally ran, but it was kind of like a goof run. I don't think he was serious. If he would have gotten elected, I think it would have uh, blown his mind. Um, nonetheless, uh, that's not that's not the way to do it. Uh, so you want to make sure, like as a father, you want to make sure that your kids are respectful, 
There's somebody that you want to be around. You want them to be uh, relatively well-mannered, have etiquette to a degree. I mean, we you don't need to send your kids to Cotillion, but, like, you know, make sure that when they go to their friends' houses, they ask if they need to take their shoes off. Like, basic common courtesy stuff like that. Because what I've noticed is that uh, people who who, like, have good, productive, efficient ideas in the in, in life, like entrepreneurial stuff, they respect the small things like that. You know, you might be have, like, a crazy mindset or have some wild ideas, and there's nothing wrong with that, but if you don't have, um, like, common courtesy and common sense, they're not going to be able to trust you to follow through on, uh, on difficult ideas. Um, like, another example would be, like... Chewing with your mouth open, which is something I have a difficult time with because I have TMJ and my jaw clicks in, out of pla- in and out of place. So sometimes I actually do chew with my mouth open a little bit. But uh, stuff like that, just the minor basic stuff that you want to teach your kids. Uh, and you also want to teach them things like self-defense. And... Man, you know, I just thought about this. Uh, I wonder if I cloned myself. How would that even work? I, would it be like uh, would would they be cloned and be a baby and have a completely different set of experiences than me and memories and shit? Like they would create their own memories, or would I clone myself and they would just pop out at thirty years old with the my exact same set of life experiences? I wonder if if the clone if the if memories are included with the clone the cloning process. That would be a good thing to look up. I've got this. Uh, I've got this article pulled up about Dolly the sheep, and that might give an example. So, so Dolly the sheep lived from 1996 to 2003. Was the first clone of an adult mammal, produced by British developmentalist biologist Ian Wilmot. Blah blah blah. The announcement in February. Night- excuse me, 1997 of Dolly's birth marked a milestone in science, dispelling decades of presumption that adult mammals could not be cloned and igniting a debate concerning the possibilities, possible uses and misuses of mammalian cloning technology. Mammalian cloning! Jesus, this is crazy! The concept of mammalian clones, (laughs) even humans, was not new at the time of Dolly's birth. Among mammals naturally occurring genetic clones or individuals genetically identical to one another had long been recognized in the form of monozygotic zygotic identical twins. Ooh, I never thought about that. Unlike Dolly, however, such clones are derived from a single zygote or fertilized egg, and thus they are clones of one another rather than clones of another individual. Such clones are derived from a single zygote, zygote, or fertilized egg, and thus they are clones of one another rather than clones of another individual. Moreover, clones had been generated previously in the laboratory, but only from embryonic cells that were either undifferentiated or only partially differentiated. In animals, the production of clones from fully differentiated cells had been carried out successfully only in lower species, such as frogs. That's kind of racist. Lower species. Frogs are people too! For decades, scientists had tried and failed to clone mammals from existing adults. Blah, 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 blah. 
Dolly was cloned from a mammary gland cell taken from an adult Finn Dorset Ew. Ew. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Wilman and his team of researchers created her by using electrical impulses to fuse the mammary cell with an unfertilized egg cell, the nucleus of which had been removed. The fusion process resulted in the transfer of the mammary cell nucleus into egg cell, which then began to divide. Oh, Jesus Christ, this is a lot. Um, of 13 recipients, one became pregnant 148 days later, which is essentially normal gestation for a sheep. Dolly was born. So Dolly remained alive and well long after her birth with a functional heart, liver, brain, and other organs all derived genetically from the nuclear DNA of an adult. Uh, somatic cell nuclear transfer has since been used to generate a wide variety of mammalian clones from different types of adult cells. Its success in producing clones of primates, primates, however, has been notably limited. Um, on February 14th, 2003, February 14th, is that that's <laughs> Valentine's Day? Uh, on February 14, 2003, Dolly was euthanized by veterinarians after being found to suffer from progressive lung disease. Her body was preserved and displayed at the National Museum of Scotland in Edinburgh. They killed the sheep clone on Valentine's Day. How romantic. That's wild. Uh... I don't know uh, what all that meant, but what I can tell you is that it got me thinking. <laughs> uh, well, number one, they did this. This thing was born, so if you cloned somebody, it would be it would be born a baby. So I would be, man, that's gonna become the future. People are gonna, okay. Look, nobody in the Western world is having kids anymore, right? So the birth rates down, and then. When they start, when they legalize cloning, when all the Christian fundamentalists get out of office, they're going to legalize cloning, all right? <laughs> and we're going to start, people are going to start cloning themselves, you know? They're going to have clones of themselves instead of having kids. And it's going to be a fucking disaster. That's what's going to happen. Mark my words. Imagine, imagine if I cloned myself right now. In 18 years, there would be another one of me probably doing damn near the exact same thing that I did, which would be not good. That would not be good. I don't want anybody to, to live through what I had to live through. I wonder, that's like playing God. I wonder if that's... Uh, I, man, it just brings so many questions to my mind. Is it morally acceptable? It makes it makes me think of free will versus destiny. You know, if you have a pre-programmed genetic code, then to a certain degree you're handed a script in life that you have to basically abide by. And when I say a script, I mean like a loose script, like a Goosebumps book, like a, like 
like those pick your own adventures goosebumps books. That's kind of what life is. You're you're given a starting page and then you make decisions. Your whole life is a foundation of decisions. And if you make bad decisions, um, your life becomes hell on earth. And it uh, you're you have to live with those choices. You can't flip the the pages back in time unless we create a time machine, which has probably already been created too. There's this theory about uh. Trump's son, Baron Trump. God, fucking allergies are kicking my ass this year. Uh, Baron Trump, time machine conspiracy. This fucking episode is going off the rails. Another episode of Faust and fucking Furious. Time machine conspiracy. Let's see if I can find a good... uh... Know your meme. Let's see what we got here. Um, you know, I'm sorry about bringing up the uh, the twerking senator. I didn't really read that article. I read half of these articles, half of them I wing it. I say, fuck it, we'll do it live. And sometimes it doesn't work out. I feel like I kind of lost my mojo there for a minute, mainly because I just don't understand the point of fucking twerking for votes. It's all it is, is, I mean, it's like something I would do, but I'm not a politician nor am I really doing anything that's too serious. I would consider myself more of an entertainer. I produce podcasts. So I would twerk in a fake campaign, but this lady seems to be trying to take things very seriously, unless she's taking satire to a new level. I don't know. I just I saw that, and I just thought it was just, uh, you know, like, like people are over here saying that Trump was crude and rude and an asshole and all these things, which is valid, but um, I I don't th- I just think it's hypocritical when pe- when when people are like praising this this woman twerking, this twenty eight year old woman twerking from L- Rhode Island, and it, she doesn't even have a nice ass. It's kind of gross. It's a little cottage, cottage cheesy. Ugh, not a fan. I like a little tight ass. You know what I mean? Um, I, I my point is that people are saying. Oh, yeah, go off, queen. Like, look at that ass. Yeah, I'll vote for you even harder now. Like, you go, girl. We're liberating the body. But then when Trump, you know, makes fun of a retarded guy or whatever or or something, everybody goes fucking crazy. I understand it's different, but my point is that neither of those things are really uh, suited for the political arena. One of them is, like, overtly sexual and kind of gross. And one of them, I mean, trust me, I like to to, uh, patronize... Some of the ladies' clubs, you know, the gentlemen's clubs, I should say. Not ladies' clubs. I'll be working in a ladies' club soon, shaking my ass for dollar bills at this rate. If you don't sign up for my fucking Patreon! <laughs> um, My point is that, you know, certain things are better behind closed doors. Like prostitution. You don't do that in, in out in the open. You do that behind closed doors. You don't make fun of a retard... On the presidential uh, podium, Trump, you do that behind closed doors. That's why I had no problem with the grabber by the pussy thing. Because, uh, first of all, it's factual. When you're rich or famous, you can do anything. Like they li- Women don't give a fuck. I have gone into a strip club before with thousands of dollars, and I've gotten away with things that I can't talk about on this podcast. It's fucking wild, all right? In fact, sometimes they grab me by the dick back in the old days before I had a, um, yeah, back in the old days, (laughs) years ago. Uh, 
So the Trump thing, when he did the the grabber by the pussy thing, he was on a uh, a hot mic on a tour bus. It was locker room talk. I think that's an accurate way to put it. I had no problem with that. I know a lot of women do. And look, you can have your opinion. I'm not going to uh, bash you for it. Um, if you heard the things that men said behind closed doors, you would all become lesbians. You would hate men. Or you would become strippers and steal money from men. Well, it's not really stealing. You're, you're coaxing the monetary value from their pockets in a, using your body, sexualizing yourself, objectifying yourself, which is exactly what a lot of men want. Yeah, I never really understood that. That's kind of hypocr- hypocritical. Hippocratic. <laughs> it's hypocritical for uh, when, when women say, I don't want to be objectified. Well, when strippers say they don't want to be objectified and they go work in a strip club objectifying themselves. I guess it feels empowering. I don't know. Uh, anybody that goes into a strip club and spends a lot of money, uh, you're not... They're not like, it's no skin off their wallet. You know what I mean? Anyways. Um, I just think it's hypocritical. Uh, that's my point. You know, it, you either got to be for both or against both. You know, I don't think it was good that Trump made fun of that retarded reporter. Um, I think it was funny. I don't think it was something a politician should do. You know, if um, if this girl just w- went and twerked for votes and then started making fun of a retard afterward, that would not be a good look. But her supporters would would defend her for making fun of the retarded person. That's just a fact. That would happen. I guarantee it. I guess it's not a fact. It's my theory. That's why I brought it up. It just irritated me. And then the history of turkeying article, the history of turkeys... (laughs) The history of twerking. Uh, this article was terrible. I shouldn't have gone to the AfricanReport.com for that for that article. Anyways, uh, there, so here's this this time traveling conspiracy theory about Baron Trump. It references a book that was written a long time ago, uh, set I believe in post World War II or, or pre World War II era, and it is fucking weird. Uh, I I looked this up a long time ago, and I might have done a done like a like maybe a short video on this way back but um the earliest mention so so here it is baron trump time fuck the baron trump time traveling conspiracy theory refers to a series of coincidences between the literary works of ingersoll lockwood and modern politics particularly involving the lockwood character baron trump and united states president donald trump's youngest son baron trump the the earliest mention of the conspiracy theory was published by an anonymous 4chan user on July 13, 2017. This post includes the following pieces of information about author Ingersoll Lockwood, who died in 1819. Uh, okay, I might have had the, the setting of this book wrong. He wrote the following books. 1890s, The Travels and Adventures of Little Baron Trump and His Wonderful Dog, Bulger. 1893s, Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey. That's the one that uh, that I'm talking about. And 1896's 1900, or The Last President. Additionally, the stories include coincidences that Trump's mentor is a man named Don. Donald Trump, which would be his dad. The master of all masters. Which sounds like something that Donald Trump would say. I'm the master of all masters. Nobody's as much of a master as me. I don't know if that sounded right. I'm congested as fuck. Uh, not only that, but his mentor, Don, the master of masters, 
guides him through Russia, which was a big motif through Trump's presidency, or a theme, I should say. Um... <laughs> Precursor. I love this website, knowyourmeme.com. It's, it's really lighting this out for me easily to just read it through on the spot. Donald Trump's time machine. <laughs> on November 9th, 2016, an anonymous 4chan user posted a conspiracy theory that posits the, the idea that Trump inherited inventor and scientist Nikola Tesla's time machine from his uncle John Trump. While working at the government's Office of Scientific Research and Development, renowned physicist and MIT professor John Trump were examined Tesla's paper after the scientist's death, which included blueprints for a time machine. <laughs> I wish this is a fucking true, dude. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, on July 15, 2017, Twitter user uh, Indistans tweeted an image of the title of the book, title page for the book, and added the caption. So the internet is going crazy about this book with Baron Trump in the title from 1893 and its sequel, The Last President. However, The Last President is not a sequel to the Baron Trump stories. It's a separate piece of satire by Lockwood. The tweet received more than 40 retweets. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, let's see. Newsweek published an article in 2017 the, the last president doesn't follow the same fictional narrative of Lockwood's previous novels though the links to Trump are once again abundantly clear the president's hometown of New York City is fearing the collapse of the republic a bunch of shit. Uh, some Americans begin forming a resistance, protesting what was seen as a corrupt and unethical election process. I mean, it does really mirror uh, our current political paradigm, but that that's not something that's hard to predict. You know, like there were people back in back in the 30s that were saying that were that were uh, predicting that in the future, real fascists would disguise themselves as anti-fascists, which has happened, obviously. The uh, the Antifa folk. Um, the following day, Snopes confirmed that the books were in fact real. <laughs> As were the coincidences outlined in various social media posts. This is the one conspiracy theory that Snopes is like, yep, that's weird. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Um... <laughs> um... What else we got? They continue to describe how the, te the theorists overemphasize irrelevant details while ignoring those that falsify the conspiracy theory. They write that aside from a few coincidences, Marvelous Underground Journey is pure fantasy. The book is full of alternate dimensions, <laughs> monsters, giants, demons, racist caricatures of natives, and a long trip to the land of Queen Galexa. Additionally, they write that some of the details were interesting. They ignore the lar larger picture. Conspiracy theorists have jumped on 1900 populist presidents having a cabinet member with the last name Pence that is the Secretary of Agriculture from Colorado. The only similarity with Vice President Mike Pence is the last name. But also the fact that he's from Indiana, which is a big agriculture state. I'm buying it! I don't know, man. These people that are discrediting this don't know what's going on behind the scenes, man. Have you seen Stranger Things? They're in the upside down. There's there's the dimensions and monsters and Vecna. I slept through most of Stranger Things uh, while the old lady watched it. Um, 
I thought it was very childish and not representative of the real world. Anyways, look, uh, the deal with this thing is that basically there's this book that predicts, you know, predicts the future. It's not, it's not, it's like, um, just, just like fucking, um, Brave New World or 1984 can predict the future. It's just people that pay attention to political trends and themes throughout history. And they know that, um, it doesn't necessarily repeat itself, but it like kind of rhymes with itself and, you know. I don't think it's super, super hard to uh, to predict stuff like that. It is funny, though, because Baron Trump in this book ends up going through a time machine in Russia in some, like, underground base or something like that. Anyways. Uh, that's all I got. Oh, wait, no, I got one more thing. About sleep cycles and why you don't want to miss uh, sleep between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. And that is because um, my boxing coach, Coach Craig, yesterday told me that um, it's important to get eight hours of sleep at least. And I've also heard that you should get sleep in hours of threes, like three, to three, six, nine. Those are the best or 12 if you really are lacking sleep. Um, but uh, that's not it. Apparently, uh, there are a number of things you can do to optimize your sleep quality. And I'm bringing this up because sometimes I have trouble sleeping, at least in my bed. Um, I'm not really sure why. I don't know if it's because I've got like it's a habit for me to sleep on the couch if I'm alone. So I sleep on the couch sometimes and uh, just fall asleep watching TV, which is not good either. You don't want to do that either. But um, this is interesting. It's been shown that human beings get the most beneficial hormonal secretions and recovery by sleeping during the hours of 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Meaning that you are getting the benefits of HGH and testosterone between 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. So you should not go out drinking and partying at those hours. You should sleep, wake up early, get a bunch of shit done, and drink in the afternoon, get yourself home by 9, 9.30, bang your wife, go to bed. Wake up early, 8 a.m., 6, 7, 8 a.m. That's the ideal schedule. I, I go to bed at midnight. I try to wake up at 9.00. Um, last night I had a, a kind of a hard time sleeping, so I woke up a little bit late, but, uh, nonetheless, it's good to try to, um, sleep during those hours between the, like I said, between the hours of 10 PM and 2 AM, you get the most rejuvenating effects of sleep because you're aligning your sleep time with your body's natural hormone secretions. The beneficial hormones secreted during this time include melatonin and human growth, human growth hormone. On top of wanting to feel more energized when you wake up, you may also care about slowing the aging process, uh, preventing accelerated aging also. If so, then you need to sleep during the time when you are getting the best dose dose of HGH, the youth hormone. Um, Also, if you're not able to do that, you can buy HGH and inject it. That's illegal, I believe, and I'm not telling you to do it. I'm just saying that you can. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not responsible for your decisions. But that is a thing that you can do. You can buy HGH illegally online on the dark web or on the black market in your local uh, alleyway. 
One of the other reasons it is optimal to sleep by 10 p.m. is because we get a second wind of energy around 10 p.m. when our body goes through a transformation. The purpose of this transformation is to increase internal metabolic energy to repair strength and rejuvenate your body. Heightened production of antioxidant hormones happens at this time to help protect your DNA from damage, including, your, including improving your brain function and more. Um, ask yourself, would you rather have that increased energy be used to help repair your body and prevent accelerated aging or illness? Or do you want to use that increased second wind energy to surf the net and aimlessly scroll through social media posts, watch episodes of your favorite TV series, or go out and party or whatever? 10 p.m., folks. Go to sleep at 10 p.m. Um, this episode was kind of scattered, but I got to go uh, call my lawyer and fire him, tell him I'm alleviating him from his services because uh, it was a waste of money. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, even though it was probably like 10 fucking people because I'm doing these impromptu. Uh, I'm going to get back schedule of recording these and have prepared topics. They're not all going to be off the cuff like this. Uh, leave a comment, like, share, subscribe, whatever. Thank you. I appreciate it. And <laughs> Sunny, yes. Get your HGH from Dwayne Johnson's Johnson. All right, y'all. Thank you, and goodbye.